some content where we help you find the best content to consume. I'm Josh. This is Matt. I'm Matt. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Today we'll be discussing Scream, the TV show. Wait, there's a TV show? There's a TV show. I don't know where it's available. <laughs> it's, it said Netflix. Uh, yeah, it, said, it does say watch on Netflix. Oh, okay. It says seasons two through three with subscription. So there are actually three seasons of it, which is great. Um, I forgot this actress. I'm watch, um, there's clips playing on IMDb right now of it randomly. Hold on. What was I doing? I <laughs> now you're just watching TV. Now I'm just watching TV. No, I was reading the script. So yeah, I guess it is, uh, certain seasons are on Netflix. It's originally aired on MTV in 2015 onwards and had three seasons. And that was about it. Um, but remember, if you want to join the discussion, if you want to let us know of a show we should watch, jump on our Discord server, the group chat. It will be linked in the description of this episode, wherever you're listening or watching. But onto the show, Scream, the TV show. Now, I say this, what the fuck was that? You, you, you act like I know. So, Charlie tells me that cats don't fart, or cats Wait, fart, what? and a, a little <laughs> sidetrack here, folks. New cat. Don't scruff listeners. him unless you have to. Look, this piece of shit keeps trying to eat all the food off the table. Did you fart? Did you make that farting noise? Or was it this cat? That was the cat. That was the cat, right? But you told me cats don't make audible farts because no, they don't have butt cheeks. It's, it's, it's just a <laughs> you, anus. Get out okay. of here. Wait, wait, wait. Our arms Re are aware of this podcast. Get out of here. Relay this to Charlie. Oh my God. We don't fart with our butt cheeks. We fart with our sphincters. That's what he just said, that the cat's sphincter moved, and that's why it farted. That's why I could hear it. <laughs> this that. cat farts a lot. Is, does your microphone up for ASMR? I, yeah, could, Can yeah. I no. No, get out of here. Right, you want cookies? Yes, please. Right, I'm only thinking of making one since yeah. food's Make the chocolate chip. Yeah. Why can't we make the turtles? Fine, make the turtles. But if you want turtles are fine with me. I'm fine with turtles. Char Charlie, make me some. Tr Matt wants them too. We'll so we'll mail them to him. All right. Anyway, scream the TV. Wait, show. wait, wait, wait. Tell me, what? is this new? Was this here last time? What? You're pointing on the wrong side. Do you mean these models over here? No, this thing. What's thing? Oh, you mean your your baby Yoda? Yes. Yeah. No, it wasn't here. You usually have that on your couch, don't you? Yeah, yeah, but mm -hmm. it makes more sense here. It does make more sense here. We, you know, more more things in the background make sense. I need to clean this up. These this pile of boxes here, you know. It, it, so it doesn't, it doesn't quite make sense. New segment on our show. The news. Uh huh. New season of Mandalorian just that's, premiered. That's right. The news. New episode. Mm -hmm. Getting my daily baby Yoda fill. Uh -huh. New season of Outer Banks came out. We just yeah. talked about that. Josh, yeah. you're watching it nope. and loving it. Nope. You love your teen shows, mm, your sometimes, YA. Sometimes. It's everyone, and everyone in my office is actually watching the Outer Banks. Did see? It's a thing. It's I'm. A thing. I'm. Yeah, because Serena and I, we watched it. Mm -hmm. we're, we're we're watching it. We watched the show previously, mm -hmm. 
And I'm hearing from her, her coworkers are t- asking her about it because they're watching it and wanting to talk to her about it. It's yeah. a thing. It's a big it's a thing. thing. It's a thing. I, it feels like it came out of nowhere for me. Sort of like for that show, You, where all of a sudden, like it had two seasons and I never heard of it. And then season three came out and everyone was excited about it. I don't know. Just cool. So I'm glad we talked about it. But, um, and, but, and, and also, new yeah. Scream movie. New just Scream came movie, out. Yeah. New Scream movie just yesterday. Um, because Scream is so popular again, I feel like we should give attention to Scream the TV show from 2015 that uh, I don't feel got enough love. I don't feel enough. I mean, MTV I... in those days did get some, did have some viewers <laughs> with their YA stuff, right? Especially with their Teen Wolf and all that. I I never watched, never watched it. And neither did I, but apparently it has a really big fan base. Oh, I never watched this either, the Scream TV show. Nobody heard of it. Nobody heard of it. I think I uh, pirated it instead of because I, <gasps> I, because I that's illegal. Cable. I still don't have cable. Wait, that's illegal. Hold on now. That's a crime. Moving on. Uh, so yeah, the Scream the TV show. I feel no one has ever heard of it. I feel it's perfect to talk about on this podcast, considering we're talking about missed things. Uh, IMDb did not give it a very high rating. It has a high rating of 7.1 out of 10. But uh, you can ignore that because it is pulp horror. (laughs) You can ignore that. It is a pulp thriller. Uh, We're just, you know, great characters have great chemistry for the most part. And I don't want to, as usual, I don't want to spoil anything, right? But no, I okay. I think what? we 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 went into this thing, uh-huh. and we were we were honest and pure. We were good boys, and you have slowly been chipping away at our integrity. We said this is a no spoiler podcast, and you you keep like you know letting out slip, letting this slip little bits of this is, this is content. This is no, no, no context. I think we we need to get back on track. We don't spoil because then right. if we lose track of that, people are gonna be like, "Well, they just fucking spoiled that show for me." At least a couple selling points, right? Well, let me compare it to the films. However, right? I don't know. I've not seen a single screen film, but what I understand about the films is that what made them fresh was that they were. It was Wes Craven who made Scream, and he'd already done, you know bunch of horror movies including the freddy movies right and he made scream as not a parody of the genre but as a sort of like reinvention of the genre that didn't really make fun but really built on top of that right so this was as opposed to like let's say nightmare on elm street this was grounded right it was grounded and it was just a fresh take on a murder mystery but you know, more graphic, you know, a lot more characters. And it was really like the the thrill of it was not just who's the killer, but the fact that the killer was so present at all times during the movie, right? Again, I say like I haven't seen it. I've seen plenty of clips of it. I know too much well, about it. What's up? I've seen the first movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think I saw any of the others after that. And so... It's I've, no, you know what? I've seen Scary Movie. You've seen Scary Movie. So if you've seen Scary Movie, right, which is a legit parody of those movies, 
then you basically know enough of about Scream, right? Of how it works and how every movie... The, the mask is really just a way for people to get away with murder, you know? It's not one person behind the mask, not like Michael Myers, you know? Yeah. It's sometimes multiple people, either working together or working in tandem, and it, it's complicated. Which... Wait, stop scruffing the dance. She's the trying to cat. eat the pizza. Uh, all right, I guess that's fair. But she's trying to eat the pizza anyway. So, the TV show, <laughs> by comparison, right, stars a bunch of teens in high school, right? Typical teen drama stuff. Every episode of season one, every episode, somebody dies. Somebody dies every episode of season one. And stop it. Stop coming for the food. You're the one who brought this cat into your house. I know, and I, I, I keep feeding her. Anyway, somebody dies every episode until just a few left are standing to, of course, to defeat the killer. Or did they? I won't tell you. It's good. It's just good. It's. I remember it's enjoying what? it. What's up? I mean, now you're... Well, that reminds me of Until Dawn. Yeah. Like a similar nobody is safe kind of thing. Exactly. And you couldn't have Until Dawn without what Wes Craven did in horror movies. But yeah. But, like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's well, similar to that, but not a cabin in the woods. Is, is Until Dawn in a cabin in the woods? It, it it takes place in a cabin in the woods, okay, yeah. yeah. It basically it is cabin in the woods. Yeah, basically. But that that's again that's the tr one of the tropes, right? This trope for Scream being it's a bunch of high school kids in sort of like well, a middle a middle of the country town, right? Who are hip and which popular. is which is certainly not mm -hmm. something new, no. like the setting. But but I think that's also kind of mm -hmm. this. I, you I kind of want to call it a niche, but it's bigger than a niche. Basically, all of Wes Craven because you can file it under him. But Scream, I feel like, takes a a little bit of a it car basically <laughs> no pun intended. It carved its own like chunk of the horror scene out, and it has a very defined, as you described, mm -hmm. like methodology. Like it, it it's this what is what would it be the the ethos the pet no the pathos of uh of like the, the it's the mask and it's like anybody could be it and it's not always just one person it's yeah. just the idea of people having the freedom to murder and like go on a killing spree which is a really crazy idea right just like um because you know we have movies like the purge right and then we have you know social media where people just you know are anonymous and say whatever they want right but well i think that yeah it's a pretty realistic take on like yeah. horror it, and it scares a lot of people i've seen firsthand i mean i've seen great films that are truly scary that give you that dose of realism it's like this could actually happen people really can be this terrible you know given the right circumstances it is but it's not just that it's a scary thought that like i'm surprised it hasn't happened where like a bunch of independent people who become killers just all wear the same mask you know it's really weird but like that's well, a scary thought because uh, it feels entirely possible. You know, like oh no, with what meme <laughs> no. culture is today and with what trends are like, fucking sounds horrific. They're, they're just being like a serial killer trend on TikTok. You know what's happening? What? 
we're we're veering towards the Batman. We are veering towards the Batman because that's what happened. It was a bunch of mm-hmm. lunatics on the fringe of society who all organized. They all gathered under one banner and decided, let's all put these same masks on yeah. and let's go kill a mayor, yeah, or two, take over the city. Yep, and flood the whole town. Great movie. <laughs> but um, who I'm who, so who builds a town that way? Why is know. it under the water line? I don't know. Rising sea levels? I don't know. But, um, yeah, Scream, the TV show, it's also been a while since I've seen it. And, I, again, I don't want to spoil anything. But it's it's got your typical characters. It's got your cast of cool kids and then your outcasts and then the the girl in the middle who, you know, used to be an outcast, but now she's popular, right? And then all that teen drama... And then people start dying, right? I think in the first ep- yeah. episode they have Bella Thorne, the actress. Yeah, it. I saw. I looked up the page. I saw her name. Yeah, and she's in it for a hot minute, sort of to like draw people in. <laughs> oh, a hot minute. A hot okay. Minute. She dies. Uh, <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Yeah, she dies in a pool. Well, she's the first person to die. Okay, but first two minutes. Wh- and but this also isn't new, mm-hmm. but to what degree have they used this like plot device where you know don't get attached to anyone, mm-hmm. anyone can die? I'm thinking like Walking Dead. Yeah. The that's kind of yeah. I guess also like Grey's Anatomy. But like like it, it's a show with a big cast. Yeah. And nobody is safe. You get attached, and they kind of rely on that. You think like, oh, these are the main characters, but then they take one away. Yeah. They kill one off. And I, it, I wouldn't it's... even say that they try to trick you into thinking who's a main character, right? There's clearly mm. a main character, right? And then there's a bunch of supporting characters, and you don't know because of the, because of the trope of the genre, right? You know there's a final girl, right? But mm, yeah. who around her is going to survive that first season, right? And what I will say is that there is... Maybe like one surprise, one character who you're like, wow, they didn't kill them? They didn't kill them. Wow. And they go on. They just go to on. shake things up a little. Yeah. And that character, you know, sort of develops, sort of changes, you know, but they can't change too much. Right. But even in The Walking Dead, a character didn't die every episode, you know, in the first season yeah. of the show. Right. A p- character dies every episode whether they're big or small somebody dies every episode now season two right season two is different because they resurrect someone every episode no they kill in the beginning of the first episode of season two they kill one person right they kill one person and of course season two everybody thinks that they've survived and that everything is going to be able to go back to normal. And they don't know that this one person has been killed. This character is notoriously unreliable, right? So they don't think anything of their disappearance, right? It's not They don't even consider it a disappearance. Um, hmm. They're just like, oh, I guess they're not here right now. That's all right. And they go about their lives. But 
there is this sort of slow burn in like the first quarter or first half of season two where the characters don't know that they're in danger. And they're sort of like hmm. reeling and recovering from the events of season one. And they're trying to find some sense of normalcy. Right? And then I think they almost get there before the killer reveals that they killed this person. Before the... Let, let, let me make a guess here. Uh-huh. I'm guessing uh-huh. the second season isn't as good as the first. No, I wouldn't say that. I would not say that. It, there's almost like... I'm confusing events in my mind. I think... Because then, like... the. You think it's less exciting because you think the killer's not always there, but they show you that the characters are in trouble, and they sort of think the character. Some of the characters, if I remember correctly, they think that they're just seeing things. They think that they're being paranoid, and some of them think they're like it's happening again. You know? And, oh no! And they don't again. know what to believe. Um. Mm-hmm. But they're they're the killer is out there. The killer is out there, and they're they're not crazy, and it's it's good. I would say it's good if you like, you know, that YA pulp thriller horror where it's just about you know, at the end of the day, it's about like a maniac with a knife. What's up? Is it young adult? Yeah, because they're all teenagers. No, no, no. So, uh-huh. the characters are young adults, uh-huh. but is it young adult? Yeah, it's it's young adult because like it's still got those other those all those other things right in the midst of this killer being there. They have. This, I feel like what's up? In order for it to be like a young adult mm-hmm. genre story, this is a good, more this is a good at least at least half has to be teenage okay. drama. Yes, absolutely. It's and that's the case? It's oh, okay. Yeah, that's what carries season two, the drama. Hmm. Like, season one, it's sort of like the unpacking. It was like, we used to be friends, uh, right? And then, like, the main girl has her, like, her friend, her ex-best friend, and then her negotiating with the new friends, and then there's there's a couple boys. Who does she pick? Well, one of them dies. It's, you know, it's it goes in that. And then season two, it does rely on that drama, right? It relies on mm-hmm. those characters' uh, personal problems with each other. And, like, what are they going to do next? What are they, how are they going to move on? And, again, it's a, it's a, it's a YA pulp horror, so they're, they're not t- thinking too deep about trauma and, and whatnot, right? You know, they're not going to meetings, I don't think. But, like, there's a part of, you know, it's a part of the investigation where they're trying to find out who the killer is, right? Where they think they're they're onto something. So you got a bit of that inve- like teen investigation thing too, where in Scooby Doo in the movie Mystery like, Inc. Sort of, not really, but the in the movie the scream mask I guess is just like a Halloween mask, like a generic Halloween mask that can people can get anywhere. Yeah. But in the show, they did a thing which sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes. It's it's corny right but they they create a reason like a a mythos behind the mask and the idea was that there was this psychopath back in the day right from years ago and they think that the psychopath is back and that he's killing 
and uh, they basically think that this guy's come back from the dead or somehow cheated death or somehow like evaded the police and faked his death and whatnot because these masks are being found. Right? This is starting to sound like Michael Myers. Starting to sound like Michael Myers, right? And which is what you know, which is what they want you to believe. That's the the red herring, right? They they want you to believe that the killer wants them to believe that, because there is this urban legend of a killer, where this urban legend who had these masks made for himself because this guy was trapped was in a uh, psychiatric hospital, and he made these masks. And they are close to looking like the Ghostface Killer mask. Um, but there's multiple mm. of these masks because he made a bunch, right? But people are sort of like believing in this folklore legend, right? Which, again, sort of jumps onto that, like what R- Wes Craven did, which is like people think it's supernatural. But in reality, it's not. It's actually a much more grounded thing. And people are just like latching right. on to superstition. As a way to sort of Is explain it, what's going on. Wasn't that a big part of it? The, like, that suspension of disbelief? Yeah. People, it's, the, the guy is just so mysterious, just so vicious. Yeah. People are often are left to assume it's, it must be, it, you know, it could be a ghost. It's it some kind of demon. Yeah, it must be him. It must be this guy. He must have cheated death, right? Mm. And so we need to go into the dark, creepy abandoned psychiatric facility and find the evidence and they do that you know they go in and you you don't know what i think i played that game yeah Yeah, again it's nothing really new here but it's fun that the show did it that the show like brought it back in a sense and it's a shame that i mean really like watch the show well that's that's the thing that's happened though Mm -hmm. often you know you get a big popular movie franchise they decide to kind of spin off or like create a show based off of it. Mm-hmm. And then they end up having to pull the lore, kind of extend it. Yeah. Thin it out. But this is definitely like an alternate reality that doesn't share the same history as with the, the movies. Otherwise it would, oh, been, otherwise it would have been es- like the ghost face killer mask. Otherwise they established that it's a different universe. Not really, but the, just by the fact that they never mention the movies or the events of the movie, show like sort hmm. of shows that it's not connected, you know. Oh, it's just a very interesting, very similar events are, are occurring, and I don't know. I just felt that the show was good, and you know, I was watching this at the same time I was watching like Vampire Diaries and all that. But this, <laughs> you and when are we going to end up talking about Vampire we're Diaries? Talk about Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I've deleted most of it. Right. I've deleted most what, of the from, show from my mind. From your brain? From my brain. <laughs> you know what? what? We could we could have a guest or, you know, kind of shake up a, a different version of a mm-hmm. podcast episode and my fiance could come and talk about it because she knows much more than I do. <laughs> she she comes on here, she's just gonna remind me. Like it's it's really tough for me to like remember which events or which scenes, I should say, which events are from Vampire Diaries or True Blood. Like it's because I'm not thinking of the of the main actors from those shows, but sort of like the guest star characters played by other actors that I don't know mm-hmm. might cross over between both shows. And yeah, True Blood was good. I would say True Blood is probably better. I mean, the first couple seasons are better than the whole of Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I never watched it. It's uh, True Blood's good. Uh, yeah. 
Twilight beats them all. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see here. But, and then 50, Fifty Shades beats all that. Oh my god. But um, <laughs> what else? What else is there to say? Because well, what makes it stand out? I mean, what is there anything else that makes it stand out? Because obviously you wanted to talk about it. It's something you liked. Well, I just feel like you know the movie. Came, the movie franchise came back, right? The movie franchise came back, and I don't know if it did anything different this time around. But you know, what's old is new again, and so I just felt like yeah, yeah. We we did this seven years ago. They they brought it back. They refreshed it, and they did it well in the TV show. They did it actually really well in the TV show. Um. So, like, if you want more Scream, you should watch the TV show because it's just good. If if somehow you yeah. want more Scream. If you want more Scream, right, it's it's fun. It's That's all it is. It's just fun, like, legitimately, like, re- kind of creepy in scenes, right, where I'm just like, oh, I'm concerned for this character's well-being because it's, like, it's creepy shit. Like, there's one scene where... um. They they sort of nail the sort of like tenseness there is about like closing up a, a shop or a business by yourself, right? Like, mm. I know I've done that. You just get just like the randomest noises, sort of like that noise shouldn't shouldn't be ha- shouldn't be there. That shouldn't happen, right? And you get concerned because you're the only one there. But how often has it been a serial killer? Never in my life, right? But in the show, there is a serial killer about running around. And so that's what makes it more frightening that you like, is the serial killer there, right? You don't know if the serial killer is there or not. But you know that the serial killer is present in the world. Why are you hiding behind your microphone again? <laughs> it's so, just a, a choice that I make. It's a choice that you make. I, I realize it's a choice that you make. It's an odd choice. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the show just nailed it. I feel like it just nailed it. It was good. You know, I I should probably rewatch it. It sounds, well, yeah, you're missing a season. Yeah. But it sounds like it, it's pretty, it's solid. It's a yeah. good show. It exemplifies, like, the genre. Mm-hmm. So it stands out. I get that. Yeah. I... I, like I said, I've only seen the first Scream movie, mm-hmm. but I've got tickets to see the new one yeah. in uh, next week. So mm-hmm. I was planning to to watch them all. I'll rewatch the first one and then watch four more and then watch the new one. Christ. Yeah, because there's six of them now, right? With the new one? Which makes there sense are... for a horror franchise. You know, I think that's the goal to have so many sequels. Uh, how many Leprechaun movies well, are there? Three? Well, yeah, but why Why is that a thing? Why do horror movies get repeated so often? Because they're money makers. They're low-budget money makers. They're so cheap to make. Just by comparison to other films. Because m- horror movies are typically... You know, typically they're not period pieces. And anything that's a period piece is a way more expensive to make as a film. Yeah. Any sort of genre movie where that takes place, like if it takes place, like I said, period piece, fantasy film, sci-fi film, all of those are way more expensive to make than than a horror movie. Even 
I don't know. Even a even if even your low budget rom com can be more expensive than a horror movie sometimes. Just because like if you try to set it like in Paris or New York, right? You're at least spending money on trying to make things look like New York. Whereas like, yeah. as opposed to the Hallmark movies, right? The Hallmark romance movies where they all take place in a small town in the middle in the midwest uh you know out in a snowy cabin snowy cabin big time girl coming to the small city to visit her family and where she meets a man and completes her life and you know gives up the big career or doesn't or doesn't you got a, <laughs> you got a problem with hallmark no i'm just saying like they have they have their machine it's a money making machine right like and they'll change whatever they need to to keep that core demographic right it's such an effective formula that Netflix has to has started making their own versions of it to compete because they can't get those Hallmark movies on their platform and they never mm. could right and now that like so many other I've said it before on this podcast now that so many other studios have their own platforms they don't need to put their stuff their best stuff on Netflix they can keep the best stuff to themselves and just give Netflix the scraps right the actual scraps Oof. yeah and so Netflix needs to start producing its, you know, its wider range content to multiple different types of audiences and genres. And that's just one of them, right? Um, I can Netflix makes some fun movies. Like, I saw Day Shift a couple weeks ago, you know? Vampire, oh, yeah. vampire movie with Jamie Foxx. Pretty fun. I I brought it up to you. Yeah, yeah, I said I saw it and I would talk about it. It, it was fun. It, was, it fun. was good. Very fun. But, well, there's no but there. It's just fun. That's it. Just fun. These movies, these horror movies are fun. Right? So, like, the reason why there are 12 Friday the 13th movies? I think there's oh, 12 geez. of them. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, because there's all the way... From the original you mean? Song, all the way to Jason X, right? What's what's the uh, Rick and Morty spoof called of it? Terry. I don't know. Terrible Terry or no, something Terry. Did you not see that episode? No, I've never watched Rick and Morty. What? We've been over this. I've never watched Rick no, and Morty. No, we have not. <sighs> okay, I've been over this with people. <laughs> but like I've just never watched Rick and Morty. We don't need to make the rest There's... of the episode about that. Well, that's where you're wrong. Uh, I think I'm right. There's an episode. Oh, you know. Well, we can talk about it, but we probably shouldn't glorify Rick and Morty too much. No. You, you heard the news, I assume. Yeah, I mean, we can. The show's fine, right? It's just the problem with the show's creator, who's been removed from the show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's fine to talk about the art, right? Now that the well, artist has been separated. From the well, he's. I mean, that's kind of the debate, though. Same thing with Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. I was just talking about this. Okay. It, it. You're right. Mm-hmm. It is a separate project. It's not like yeah. this person is still at the helm, and it's like you know reflecting their work. So it's not like you're directly supporting them, but you are still supporting them. Yeah. Rick and then... Morty is still gonna pay out a ton of money. Any money it makes is still gonna pay a big chunk to yeah. Royland. Which will anything go to with his Harry... legal defense fees. Which is, you know, <laughs> so Which is his deal. choice. He can he can choose not to pay them if he wants, but yeah. but anything Hogwarts is Harry Potter's gonna which, put some money in J.K.'s bank. I'm not necessarily okay with J.K. Rowling, but at the same time, I'm uneducated on the subject, 
right? I don't really. I know she uh, is well, an enemy it, of the trans community, but that's all I know. Y- like, yes. Well, if, if you want to know, uh-huh. well, all you need to know is yes, she openly and directly stated. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty confident. I, I looked into this recently just just to reconfirm. She openly she tweeted directly that she doesn't consider mm-hmm. trans like anyone who is transgender to be valid in like their choice to transition. She, she thinks all yeah. it's just you know it, I'm sure there's a simpler way to put it, but she says like whatever you're born is born as is what you are that kind of thing. She just flat out doesn't. And uh, yeah, I I understand that. So. Much. But that's that's the big thing, and she hasn't backed down from it. No, and I've got all these theories about it. I I think it's a stunt because it just seems so out of character, and it just makes no sense. And she I and it came at a time when she was losing relevance because the the last Harry Potter movie had already come out. So, but anyway, she has said that, and from apparently I haven't heard anything else. She's hasn't retracted, or so I, people. Mm-hmm are still holding her to that which they should that's absolutely not okay so i understand not wanting to support her so but my, then but the yeah my only well, no thing, you get out okay my only thing is that i don't know like she yeah she gets the money still right and then justin Rowling will still get the money but there's a lot of people there's a lot of jobs at stake right it's I haven't played Hogwarts. You've played Hogwarts Legacy, right? Yeah. Yeah. How is it as a game? It's fucking fantastic. There you it's go. such a good game. There you go. There's a lot of people who work really hard on that to make it that yeah, good. Yeah. And absolutely. You and I both know people who work in the games industry or try to work in the games industry, and it's not easy. <laughs> it's not no. easy at all. It is so much harder to have a life and then make a living at that I would say it's even harder than working in film sometimes like it's oh yeah yeah I knew I think it's it's certainly well I think it's certainly okay let's support these other creators mm-hmm. and the this great project and or even if it wasn't great it's just yeah. something they worked hard at and no you know so many of those people are not bad people so yeah. let's support them I mean, it's not like it's a cabal of, of like <laughs> Of like transphobics. A, it's not like a, a cabal of transphobic people who all work together on this game to make a statement about it, right? Like, um, so I'm fine with supporting everyone else who worked on it, and to a certain extent, I don't know about the executives, but it's the yeah, yeah. But see, and that's also the thing. Yeah. No matter where you go, mm-hmm. unless it's some mom and pop shop. Yeah. anything you buy is going to have some executive who's done horrible things attached horrible, to it. Horrible. Someone someone terrible has probably benefited from something you bought yeah. in the last week. Yeah. Like every single person in America, probably today, that's probably the case. Right? I bought yeah. I bought this I bought this deep dish pizza in the fr- freezer section of the grocery store. I don't know what that guy did, that executive or lady did. <laughs> I don't know that. Right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they could know. be serial killers. Yeah, you know, you don't know, all right? They could be pig rapists. We don't know. God, that's powerful imagery. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, wait, stop, stop, stop. You've seen black, 
I've seen uh, mirror, the first right? episode of Black Mirror. That's it. Okay. That's all I've seen. That was <laughs> Okay, good, because at least I have that because that's the reference I'm making. That's not just something I commonly <laughs> use as an example. <laughs> I love that actor, by the <laughs> way, who plays the prime minister. He's a great actor. But um, oh yeah, he he is in some other stuff, huh? Yeah. But Rick and Morty, right? If we are going to talk, <laughs> how about do you prepare for that role? <laughs> by being an actor of his caliber, who can do drama and comedy and horror. It's just, it's just sweaty. There's yeah, no, there's. I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up. Let me confirm that it's the same guy, right? So like. Um, I, I think I know who you're talking about. I can picture his head in my mind, his yeah. face. Black Mirror. Honestly, I can picture that scene from Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do an episode of Black Mirror on Black Mirror? I want to talk about Black Mirror. Sure, because uh, you're gonna, you can you can try to sell me on it because I haven't seen most of it. I've only seen yeah, one yeah, episode. Yeah. Okay, let's. Maybe see. we'll do that next week. So, the na- is it called the national anthem? What is it called? Yeah, Prime Minister Michael Kelly. Might be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this guy, Rory Kinnear. God. Okay. He's in this horror movie. Yeah, there's a trailer for this horror movie. He's been in a lot of stuff. Wait, are you talking about Man? Yes. That's that's him. (laughs) Okay, so I haven't seen that movie. And honestly, I've hardly seen anything about that movie. I've only heard it mentioned a few times. Uh But... Because of my job, yeah. I see a lot of like movies and trailers and stuff yeah. sometimes. Like they come through my my workstation, so I can I can sit and watch them. So I got the trailer for that movie, yeah, and it's the weirdest trailer I've ever seen. It's so trailer. weird. So okay, for, but I I'm assuming you've seen the same trailer I have. Yeah, I'm, I don't know how many there were, but. It, I didn't realize it was the same actor in all of that same guy until my second watch yeah. through. I was just uncomfortable the he, whole first time. He plays almost all of the men in that trailer and in that movie. And women. And, oh, I forgot about that. He plays There's almost women. Every, he plays like almost every other character other than the main protagonist. And it's it so weird. So creepy. So fucking I mean, creepy. I guess it worked. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Again, he that guy can deliver, and he delivered to that pig. Oh God, quit it with the imagery. <laughs> anyway, so going back to Rick and Morty though, Rick and Morty's a little different, um, mainly because, I mean, how do you, how do you compare, like ignorance against many, versus you know violence against one right so you can't really like it's tough to compare those two things right but Justin Roiland rightly deserves to be removed from you know the casting crew and production team of Rick and Morty but then yeah, at the definitely. same time like Rick and Morty has other problems right where like um okay one other problem not not like a list of of wait like similar problems or just like uh, it has other okay not it just has other problems. problems just like the whole like um, incest baby problem, like that's, <laughs> like I know about that, right? What's wrong with that? Because everybody's heard about that. <laughs> What's but, wrong with that, Josh? So for the uninitiated, right? <laughs> there is a plot line in Rick and Morty, right? Where I mean, what? it get it gets worse than that. It gets weirder than I that. Know, you know, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> I'm talking about. How weird it gets, and how like through a bunch of like 
through that and then apparently it also affects community because it's another Dan Harmon project right that there's just this weird through line of incest just like as like as material right and that apparently the writing team put it all on this one guy this one writer that they have on the team and they anytime there's incest they blame it on him as if like he's a scapegoat like the theory I was reading was that like he's just a scapegoat for them to be able to put in more incest plot lines like <laughs> they keep him on retainer just like, for that. Just to blame him for just all to be these, a scapegoat. For, so like anything okay, abhorrent. What, what is tell uh-huh. me what's wrong about laughing uh-huh. at incest? I have no clue. But it's the, it's it's you know, if you're uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable, but uh-huh. people make jokes about much worse things. That's the that's the problem though. Like the problem is the the frequency of <laughs> It's just like you keep bringing that up, man. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sit back for this one. No, I, there's nothing else to it. I just like it's weird. It's a weird observation. I think that I'm like, God, you gotta fucking calm down. Like, I like when you gotta calm down. You gotta calm down with the incest, man. Like, what? What is it? Why do you think this is so funny? Like, you're capable of so much more. Like, like I saw like the clip. It's, it's not like it's in every episode. No, it's not like it's in every episode. But the problem is, again, like, um, and I don't know, like Rick and Morty, like South Park doesn't have this problem. You know, South Park, I guess after so many seasons, like pretty quickly, I would say South Park just people got used to how crazy South Park was. And I've know, never seen an episode. You've never seen an episode of South Park. Hmm, I may have to sell you on South Park then because uh, no. So like, I don't know. You, I don't know if I. If I you want like, um, if you like how Rick and Morty can balance between uh, comedy, like absurd comedy, and sort of like heartfelt storytelling, then you'll like how South Park, especially as it aged, really balanced highly absurd comedy with really pinpoint accurate social commentary. And how it was trying to have thoughtful messages and meanings behind its gags. I I know that about it. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking bonkers. That's that's all it is. So like, basically, as I guess I'm waiting for when. When will I be able to accept Rick and Morty as just bonkers all of the fucking time and just be okay with it? Because it's weird. But I don't I, think you. Honestly, after Royal, this stuff with Royland, I don't yeah. think it's going to be around much longer. The bonkers stuff? No, just Rick and Morty in general. Well, there's plenty of people who can do those voices. So it's like... It, yeah, but it was already struggling before all this happened. Mm. It, it has a contract uh-huh. with uh, Adult Swim, WB, yeah. I think. Adult Swim. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going, they have a contract to make all this these more... These, additional tv episodes that they have yet to make i just i don't know we'll see where it goes i hope it continues to thrive but it was already you know mm-hmm. struggling it, it wasn't as present you remember when the first uh-huh. two seasons came out and there was a huge gap between yeah. two and three uh-huh. and it was the biggest thing in the world rick yeah. and morty was huge yeah and it's just it's hard to live up to that i think it, yeah it is but you know, it's. I guess what's really gonna matter in my mind is, will the quality suffer, right? 
Because it's one thing to lose popularity, right? Like, Futurama was canceled several times, right? Futurama was canceled several times, and I've watched a lot of Futurama. And I think I made it through, like, three of those cancellations. And every time it got canceled, every time it ended, it ended on a high note. It was, like, superb. Um, I just don't think I made it for that last round, you know? But um, unless the yeah. round I'm thinking of, it was the last round. It just... That show was just I, so fucking crazy. And... I appreciate Futurama. I've seen a reasonable amount of it. Not all of it. I just have a thing about mature animated content. You know, like... Mm-hmm. But we're talking like about Rick and Morty. You're okay with the that? PG th- no, that's the thing. Uh-huh. Some have slipped through and I've ended up enjoying a lot. Mm-hmm. But just the, like... What's the term for it? Because it sounds like I'm talking about hentai. <laughs> what? Well, no, hentai what? is hentai. So that like adult animation is just adult animation, you know. I know. It's just you say adult and you think dirty, but no, just like Simpsons, yeah, uh, Futurama, Rick and Morty, Family Guy. Mm-hmm. But so much and South Park, like most of those, I guess only like half. I've just had an issue with. I always had an issue with it going in, and I struggled with them. Rick and Morty, I didn't touch. For a long time, even though it was huge, mm-hmm. it was only when I happened to be at a friend's party and he put on an episode, mm-hmm. I realized, like, oh, this is actually pretty good. And then I fell in love with it. Some of it is, is really great comedy. It was really revolutionary at it for the time. Mm-hmm. But I still don't like Family Guy. That's fine. Family Guy's not good. <laughs> yeah. But it was before. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's a reason it's so big. It's it's so, it's so memeable. It has the. It's got that issue. Sure, sure, and, it's memeable, but. But it's just. I mean, guys our age, yeah. we know other guys. If it's not us, uh-huh. who almost make those kinds of TV shows their entire personality. That is true. Yes. They're just quoting it constantly, and they're you know that's exact. They model their humor exactly after those mm-hmm. TV shows. Especially that's like mm-hmm. a big problem with Family Guy. I feel like too many people enjoy it too much. Yeah. I mean, what's also funny about not the show Family Guy. Um, I think it can be funny. I think it's just ridiculous at most time. And but it's mainly about like a horrible person and how eventually the whole family just becomes horrible people and have horrible friends. And but the interesting thing about me is that that show was created by Seth MacFarlane, right? And I think he left the writing staff years ago, right? And he moved on yeah. to do other things. He just voices a bunch of the characters still. And I don't keep up with the show, right? But we've talked about... Are they about, still making it? Yeah, they're still making it. They're still making, like, a few It's of still yeah. making new content? Yeah, it's ridiculous, right? But, again, we've talked how, about... How much money can they give Mila Kunis? Never enough. It's never enough, <laughs> right? No, it never is. Look, it's not just Mila Kunis on that, all right? Seth MacFarlane, Mila Kunis, Seth Green, and Seth the lady Gre- yeah. from Mad TV. No, I know. It's just whenever I hear of the, about the cast, it's like I, all the others I understand, and then it's like Mila Kunis too. Oh yeah, that's right. It just seems out of place, she, but yeah, she very much is out of place. I think she was like, again, she was like fourteen when she got that job. Just she got that job at the same time she got that '70s show, and they are not the same age. Those two TV shows are the same age basically right let me look there's it up. no way no 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 let no. me look it up right so family guy right 
Family Guy. Family Guy. Family Guy. 1999, sorry. Okay, 1999. That. Oh, my God. 1998, that 70s show. Oh, my God. That's so weird. The difference is one year. Yeah. So. I mean, that 70s show makes sense. Mm -hmm. I know that it came out around that time. Mm -hmm. But. Family Guy's brand new in 1999. Oh, my God. It's so weird. Yep. The Simpsons was only like. Six years old at that point. I think so. Let me try. Okay. The Simpsons. No, Simpsons was like 89. 89. Wasn't it? Yeah. That's the exact. Yeah. Time. So. A decade prior. It was about. It was like 10 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so Mila Kunis, I believe, if I remember the, the trivia, she lied about her age to, to get the yeah, job on that 70s show. I've heard about that too. Yeah. And so she said she was older when she wasn't. And, uh, hilarious so yeah basically she was on two very popular comedies at the same time and played two very different characters um yeah yeah but what was i saying about family guy oh yeah so we've talked about the orville on this podcast before oh no (laughs) not again what not again don't do that to me not seeing the orville i well we talked about it but i don't it was a while ago i don't blame you for not remembering yeah I told you I've seen the first season, the full first season, and that's it. Yeah. Because I know you keep talking about it. I've heard other people who can't stop talking about it, and I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm not going to go back and watch it. It's not that good. No, I don't like Seth MacFarlane that much. Here, but here's the thing about Family Guy, right? And I think we might have said this in I might have said this in that episode about the Orville, that Family Guy is so crude and so gross, and it's about such horrible people, right? That it's such a weird turn, but again, the the turn is separated by time, by like years of time, right? The Orville is such is so much more of a thoughtful show about caring people in a you know utopian vision of the future, right? And it's still got gags, right? Again, you yeah. watch that first season, you you don't really agree, but the, but the sh- as the show goes on, it gets so much better. I'm sure, yeah. Any uh, most shows takes take a little time. I, I'm sure that's the case. If you see a graph, I'm, I don't have a graph, but I'm sure there is one. Uh-huh. But I'm sure a lot of them reach more popularity around the second season. Like they takes time to hit their stride. But again, I'm not talking about popularity though. I'm talking about quality of the show. Like the show. Well, is do about, they not what correlate? Not really. Not if all the, the time. show is, if the episodes become better quality. The show becomes more popular. Not really. Futurama was was extremely good throughout its run, and rarely dipped. And then you know it just didn't hit the numbers that Fox wanted. You know they wanted it to maintain yeah. certain heights. And that's just an executive decision. That's not no, based but, on popularity. No, that is based on popularity. Again, those are Nielsen ratings, right? So they're literally recording who, how many people are tuning in and watching, and. If, pe- if not enough people are watching, that means their ad dollars, they're not getting enough ad revenue from that show. So then they cancel the show and try to replace it with something that gets more eyes. And that's how it worked. And that's still how it works to the most sense. It's just Netflix doesn't publish those numbers. Streaming services don't publish those numbers because there's not one rating system for all of it now. Now it's just straight views and subscription fees. But back then it was just like, how highly rated is the show? 
how many eyes are on it, and that determines how much we can charge advertisers per ad spot. I, I get that. I get the math. Yeah. But I think when we're talking about the quality of a TV show, Mm -hmm. whenever you get fluctuations like the ones you're talking about, Mm -hmm. yes, it doesn't always correlate with popularity. But I think when we're talking about the dips and, Mm -hmm. you know, the spikes like you're mentioning, I think that those exist in spite of the fact that Mm -hmm. popularity and quality correlate. Because if if there's a dog shit TV show... Mm If it's just horrible, nobody likes it. It doesn't do well. It gets yeah, canceled. If you get a re- uh-huh. if you get a really good show, uh-huh. more people will watch it. It usually it will last. People are watching Mandalorian. It's pretty good. Mm. People are watching it. There's mm. there's a cute baby. There's a cute baby. Okay, I don't want to jump to the Mandalorian. Right, we only have a few minutes left. But I want to use another show as an example. I want to use Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right, as an example, because Fox decided to cancel it. Simple as that. Right. And it took a huge outcry from the from the fans for NBC to pick it up. And the quality of the show only got better as time went on. Right. But Fox still decided to cancel it because their number they weren't getting the Once again, they just weren't hitting the numbers they wanted. So the popularity right. wasn't there. But I, th- I don't think the numbers always completely give you the accurate depiction of like how popular a show is because no, why would so many people it, it doesn't but that is the popularity make an argument for it that is like the strict number of how it's rated by executives and by people right so like i just told nah, you about yeah I just but there's some you, other variables there's other variables right but they're they largely go ignored right like i just spent a half hour talking to you about uh scream the tv show which it still had three seasons nobody's seen it Nobody except me has seen it and had three seasons. But that's because of, like, decisions at MTV. Yeah, because... At Paramount. If they... If you get an executive who's, like, really enthused about it, they might be able to pull more money Mm -hmm. and have a little more sway. Or maybe there's a more senior executive attached to it, and so, you know, it gets a bigger chance. There's other factors. Yeah, there are other factors, but we're talking strictly about popularity. That show got three seasons and was not popular did not get the viewership it needed right to in order to survive to get make it past the third season there's like how many seasons of teen wolf are there jesus christ like how many seasons of family guy are there like yeah it just teen wolf had it was from 2011 through uh uh, yeah well that's also a question of 2017 right so there that's also a question of budget of course, it's six seasons. Teen Wolf got six seasons. You keep using that as an argument. I still haven't seen any Teen Wolf. Neither have I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the popularity was there, and it, the popularity supported the, the executive decisions to keep the show on the air. And the popularity wasn't there for Scream the TV series or for a number of other shows. I'm looking at clips from this Teen Wolf show, and this werewolf makeup is atrocious. Jesus Christ! But to is it uh, because it, I've never seen it, not even a second of it. Uh-huh. In my mind, uh-huh. I correlate it with, I conflate it with other werewolf TV shows or movies that I also haven't seen. So I just p- imagine the the werewolf in London. What's that yeah. one? No, it looks like that. Yeah. An American Werewolf in London. Well, okay. Wait, we, did, we made a joke about that. Yeah, American Werewolf. Actually, I think that one was um, 
Which one's like a, Michael J. Fox? No, no, that's Teen Wolf. That's the movie right. Teen Wolf, right? Okay, so yeah. So American Is Werewolf that one? in London. No, even like Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf had fur, right? This is just like yeah. a misshapen face. It's anyway, moving on. Right? So like Back to Harry Potter. Back to Harry Potter. Why are we talking about popularity again? Like what was what was our argument about? <laughs> I can't remember. But point is, it's like... I still think you're contradicting yourself. How but... am I contradicting myself? In which way? Remind me, because I don't remember. What? Because you say shows live and die uh-huh. by popularity. Popularity is Nielsen ratings, you know, yeah, back in the day. Is the, numbers. I remember, because you're saying that the popularity of a show will increase if the show gets better. That's just not true. Because what happens is if a show has a dip, right, it loses viewership. Then if it improves in quality, right, but the evangelists of the show don't promote it, don't tell people about it, then they won't regain those viewers, that viewership. That's and the, it, that's too many continues. steps, though. It is too many steps, but that's the reality of it, right? So you need... But hype. not always. That That's what hype. I'm saying when there's too many steps. It's not always the case. No, but you need hype. Every show needs hype. And if there's no hype... It doesn't increase in popularity and doesn't stay on the air unless, like you're saying, an executive tries to keep it there for as long as possible until that executive is fired, which is what happens. All right. In well, cases. I think we're just talking about different points of a TV show's lifetime. Yeah, but a TV show can get you know, stay stay on the air or be canceled for a variety of reasons. But I don't agree with the statement that like. Oh, the the qual the popularity of the show will increase just because the quality of the show increases, right? Like Futurama should not have been canceled so many times, if that was the case. Like you're, but you're you're just I feel you're looking you're thinking too in depth about it. I'm talking in a very broad way. Mm-hmm. Two TV shows start. You know, there's pi- the two pilots. Two TV shows start at the same time. Yeah. One of them is absolutely terrible. One is really good. Yeah. Or, you know, they could even have the same pilot, but if one continues in good in quality with good quality writing mm-hmm. and the other with really bad, yeah. the good one will gain popularity. Mm. Maybe. It, it all depends on viewership at the end of the day. Yeah. But, like, again, quality is also subjective. I'll give you that point. If you, if you had two shows that started at the exact same time, right, and one of them maintains its quality... The other one doesn't, then yeah, I'll give it to you. In that vacuum, yeah, that makes sense. But the the truth is, like, it's so much more complicated than that, right? I don't know why some people watch Love Is Blind versus any uh, any of the other shows, right? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with Love Is Blind? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with Love Is Blind, right? But clearly, people quality is not such a like singular term. Like, it's it's a highly subjective thing, right? Like, I'll I'll never watch Love Is Blind, as far as I know. As far as I can see well, into that, the future, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Qu- like, it, quality is too subjective. Like I'm not the quality of the drama is good, which is why it's popular. That's a good way of putting it. That's a good, you know, the quality of the drama because that's what those that's what those shows. Live of you know, like the the trashy drama. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what that those shows are about. You know, so it's like you want that trashy drama. So it's it's maybe it's not even about the trashiest drama, but like. How do you define the quality of trashy dra- drama, right? Like, that's an interesting well, no, question. I, w- 
Yeah, I'm just pointing out that drama is too broad a term. It yeah. covers too many things, so I'm no. talking about the trashy reality TV drama. But we're no, we're getting into like like the subjectiveness of even that of like every term is extremely subjective right so like you can say something's corny and it's corny to one person but not corny at all to another person right it's like pig sex is pig sex josh there's no (laughs) there's no subjectivity to it (laughs) but that's highly specific okay we're just over an hour right now and um in our recordings and i do just want to finish the note all right on on a sad on a sad note uh, the, the new season of Mandalorian first episode came out it's not that good not that yeah good. it's just the first episode the first episode of season 2 was great so there's plenty of other shows that had a bad first episode in a season but they they either piggyback off of that and continue and, and you know there's really good plot after that or you know it's just an anomaly or you know maybe there's a reason they had to make it a little slower but honestly it feels like they were building in this episode this first episode it was too short not enough happened yeah all they did was well okay josh what happens when you build you get big things are they gonna do anything important with with the plant man What plant man? The plant man. You don't even remember the plant man. The pirate Which one's king the plant? plant man. Oh, you mean uh, what? What's his, Oscar the Grouch? Oscar the, uh... the Grouch. What are they gonna do with him? <laughs> they don't have to do anything with him. Why? What do you mean? Why would he's so do... ugly? Why would you want him in it? <laughs> they already did enough to set him up. In okay, that episode. I think. The pirate I king. think. I know, I know, and, may, and he probably will show up again. But why did I they think show him to be so inept in the first episode. <laughs> no, he they was... didn't show him to be inept. They showed Mandalorian to be resourceful. He goes, like, "Yeah, I got fucking boosters." <laughs> <laughs> I got never trust a pirate, Grogu. <laughs> Pew. <laughs> in the, I'm just saying, this first episode, he was just too powerful. Mando was too powerful in his first episode. Yeah, was it and. Really- he, and you know what? They've already set him up on his quest, his arc for the season. He's going to a place where he's not even confident in going. He needs backup. He needs his droid buddy, which is so stupid because the second he turned it on, we shouldn't spoil it. But <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at, right? It's no, no. I think what we're looking at... No, no, no. What we're looking at here is just different levels of optimism it was i think three, i usually it was the beginning of three different episodes put into one episode that's fine you know what maybe there's three seasons worth of really cool shit about to happen all right i all don't right. know i'm right. hopeful honestly i don't care because i get little gogu poking his little head over the, the ah, he's right. looking at the space whales the space i like whales. it all right we're good. let's end it here all right <laughs> Let me pull up the script real quick. Jesus Christ. Lord have mercy on our souls. What are you talking about? There's no script. Where's the script? There's no script. There's a script. If Scream the TV show Uh were playing in a hotel, because that's the only time I ever see cable TV, I probably wouldn't turn it off. That's what you've led me to believe. You should watch. Here it is. Yeah, don't turn it off. It just, is on Netflix. It. It's on Netflix, right? Okay, here's our... Here here we go. 
Hopefully, we've continu- we've convinced you to check out Scream, the TV show, currently available on Netflix. Um, but get it wherever you can, folks. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider following us. Uh, we're mainly on YouTube and Spotify and Google Podcasts and a, bunch, a few other places. Um, but this has been Consume Content, where we help you consume content. We hope you'll consume this content. You know what? I hate it. I want to change it. <laughs> I've been telling you that for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to try it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm.